This past week saw a rare public outburst in China. It all started last week when a propaganda official in Guangdong replaced an editorial in a popular newspaper called Southern Weekly. The journalists went on protest, and celebrities with millions of online followers started tweeting their support for a freer press in China. Things have calmed down now. Still, the incident says a lot about the changing expectations of China's journalists and the public. Here's the world's Mary Kay Magstead. It used to be a lot easier being a propaganda official in China. People listened to you, maybe feared you, and certainly didn't go public with your attempts to create a rosier image of China's leaders. Didn't work so well in Guangdong this past week. Protesters came out in support of striking journalists from the Southern Weekly newspaper. Anger exploded when propaganda official Tua Jun had swapped out the paper's front-page editorial last week, calling for greater civil rights, with a version saying China's hopes lay in the new leadership. This protester told Hong Kong's TVB, "They insult our intelligence." And in this heated exchange, a young man said he supports the constitution and opposes what the censor did. An older man says, "Well, the constitution is for the Communist Party running China." The younger man retorts, "The constitution grants the freedom of speech." He turns to the crowd, "Should we support freedom of speech?" A similar rallying cry went up online. Even with censors furiously deleting critical posts, enough stayed up long enough to be seen by millions. With many, including celebrities, offering vocal support. Li Datong, a former newspaper editor, says this is a severe warning to the authorities that their traditional way of managing the media has triggered anger. They need to do better. Li Datong used to edit an edgy supplement in the China Youth Daily. He lost his job in 2006 for doing something too close to real journalism for the comfort of China's leaders. Back then, he says, far fewer people in China knew when the censors weighed in, even when they got rid of someone. He's surprised and heartened by how much celebrities and others have taken up the Southern Weekly cause. He says it's a great sign of progress. It shows that people's awareness is growing. That freedom of speech shouldn't be just for a few people. But Lee wouldn't call himself an optimist about the current situation. After all, it's not yet clear what new party chief Xi Jinping thinks about all this. Yukon Huang, who headed the World Bank's China office for seven years and is now with Carnegie's Asia program, says the past week's events have given China's new leaders much to think about. If they deal with it successfully, it preserves stability. But then there is that slippery slope. The slippery slope gets slipperier, and the internet knowledge and media dissemination makes it more risky. And the risks emanate and go to Beijing much sooner, and the consequences of the actions and how they're handled are much greater. So the risks are magnified. The way this dispute was handled was with a compromise. The Southern Weekly journalists would go back to work and wouldn't be punished for striking, and the censors would back off a little. But at the same time, some protesters have been arrested. Some people who made comments online are being threatened with charges of subversion, and a Beijing newspaper, the Beijing News, had to buckle under the pressure of censors when it tried to make its own stand. Still, Li Datong says. Something was gained. He says all the support that came this week showed journalists it's worth fighting. They can hold on to that as they move forward. 
Lee's done a little fighting of his own. He says even though he's retired, he's been getting regular visits for months from the Public Security Bureau. They'd tell him they were monitoring his phone calls and would sometimes block him from giving interviews. Finally, a few weeks ago, he says, he blew up at them. He told them they were shameless, and if they didn't stop their harassment, he'd write an open letter detailing everything they'd been doing. He chuckles and says they haven't been by since. For The World, I'm Mary Kay Magstad in Beijing.